Hello and welcome to the Investing on the Go podcast. I'm Stacey West from Fund Caliber, and today we're joined with David Harrison from Rathbone Global Sustainability Fund. David, thank you for joining us. Thanks, Stacey. So we're certainly in unprecedented times. Uh, the world has kind of flipped upside down, hasn't it? I mean, societies are on lockdown, economies on hold. Um, but how companies respond can have a major impact going forward. So I thought maybe we could just start and talk to us a little bit about how the company responses to the coronavirus could help potentially better weather this pandemic. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's a great question. And like you say, these, these really are unprecedented times. Um, you know, what, you know, what we've been, I guess, you know, doing the last, the last few weeks um, with all the companies that, that we hold in, in the fund is trying to touch base with as many as possible and speak to as many management teams as possible to understand that, you know, their responses. But, you know, we kind of think about it in two ways. Um, I, I guess, you know, there's companies that their activities are, um, you know, specifically aligned to try and help provide solutions, whether that be kind of medical or solutions in, you know, the, the, you know, the changing nature of society. Because, you know, one, one of the things I think is, you know, there's clearly uncertainty, but I think, you know, society is likely to be different and the way we do things is likely to be different in the, in the long run. Um, but, you know, we're, we're seeing, um, you know, certainly, you know, companies that are, you know, perhaps, you know, look, looking at the, the medical space, companies that are actively, you know, right now trying to um, pro- provide solutions, whether that be, um, you know, testing um, virus, um, a vaccine for the virus. Um, you know, several of our companies are, are doing this, accelerating, um, you know, their testing. So a, a company we own um, in Italy, a company called Diasora, and even today has come out um, with, you know, potentially very hopeful news around an antibody test. But I think it's, what is, is really encouraging is just, you know, the nature of the way it's been approached. It's been, you know, it's, that's an Italian business where it's been done in, in collaboration um, with the local hospitals. Um, it's been done in collaboration with kind of the global scientific community. Um, and that's accelerated that. So I think, again, it's brought to the fore kind of the innovation of these companies. Um, you know, a similar example in, in the US with uh, Abbott Labs, which um, you know, kind of worked tirelessly um, to uh, come up with a faster test um, you know, for the virus. Um, and it's something, you know, that, that we've seen in unprecedented times. We're seeing kind of the speed to market of some of these solutions is incredibly encouraging. You know, there will be uncertainty around this, um, you know, but I think it just highlights that, you know, when we all work together, um, you know, and kind of have the right companies pointing in the right direction, they can help, um, you know, provide solutions. So, you know, that's something we're seeing in that area, um, you know, but other areas as well, you know, clearly everyone's working from home at the moment, you know, society will change in, in terms of our practices um, within the technology space, how um, they're, they're kind of helping people adapt to, to the new reality. Um, and we think that is something that is, you know, only going to be um, a beneficiary for, for those companies, but also, um, you know, for everybody. Um, you know, as we go through through the next few months. 
Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of companies as well who aren't necessarily in the healthcare tech space looking to kind of give back and do things. And when we're in this kind of times of crisis, the way that companies treat their employees is just as important as the financial performance and kind of their balance sheets. But how important is kind of quality management and that good corporate governance during this time? Yeah, it's, it, it, I, I think it's critical. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, particularly when you, you think about um, ESG and sustainability, there was always a more of a focus on the E part, on the environmental part. But what this has brought to the fore is that um, yes, the, the social side and the governance side, um, you know, are are so important, and that's kind of really shone a light on the on the companies that kind of kind of walk the walk from um, you know the ESG point of view. Um, you know what, what we we're seeing more and more. Um, you know. Uh, companies that are how they treat their employees, how they treat their, um, you know, their, their, their kind of their wider communities. Um, so, you know, a, a couple of the companies that, that we speak to, we've seen that, um, you know, it, it's clearly it's very tough out there, particularly in the industrial space, for example. But you know, senior management has not laid anyone off, um, and they've all taken pay cuts. So it's not a case that, um, that the senior management, the guys at the top. Um, are kind of going through this without having an impact. They're taking a forty percent pay cut, um, as well as the, the, their employees, but they're not laying anybody off. Um, but also, like you know, like you say, we're seeing lots of companies um, globally who are kind of giving over their their production capacity. So you might have a, um, a, a, a this business we own in in Holland that you know they they've got spare production capacity. And that is being used now um, for uh, you know for uh, medical uh, medical parts. Um, you know, there's examples of, of companies like in Burberry, you know, producing gowns in this country. Companies producing hand sanitizer. So I think it's really kind of two elements there. It's that um, you know particularly how you treat your employees, um, you treat you treat the wider community. But then also, um, you know, being being very flexible and saying, well, you know, our market has changed, but how can we pitch in and how can we solve this crisis? You know, I think that is 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 really critical. And it, you know, like like you said in the question, it goes back to good management. I think at times like this, this is where you know a good management team stands apart because they will think about. Um, you know the, the wider community. They'll think about beyond the, the next um, kind of uh, quarter's earnings um, and, and think about the long term. And again, you know, we always believe that actually they're, they're the companies you want to own, and they're the companies that will stand the test of time as we come through this. And ultimately, the companies that adapt to the new reality as well. So, do you think that? once maybe the dust settles and things start going back to work and companies are kind of restarting those productions that they may have put on hold, do you think this will change the way that investors approach ESG in the future? I do. I think, you know, clearly this has been unprecedented um, in terms of how it's impacted everybody. Um, And I think it's probably caused people to reflect through this. Um, and I think, you know, what, what this has done and, you know, our view is that this will probably 
accelerate um, the importance of ESG in every company, you know, particularly the, the, the social part um, about how we think about, um, you know, working together just beyond our kind of our little groups into, into wider groups and communities as a whole. And I think, you know, companies will realise the value of um, actually, you know, behaving well, um, you know, treating their employees very well, um, but then giving stuff back, you know, is, is something I think was sometimes saw, you know, people saw it as, as slightly touchy feeling to say that in a way that, you know, you're giving stuff back to society. But really, this has kind of highlighted the, the importance of that. And then also, you know, kind of the, you know, the, something that we, we really believe in is that if companies, you know, if, if that runs through their DNA, if they have that belief from senior management all the way through um, through every employee, that's you know a benefit to the company in the long run because it makes it more sustainable. Um, you know, it makes it a more kind of durable business. Beyond that, though, you know, it makes it a, you know, a better place to work. It has a net um, more of a net positive benefit to society, which is something you know that I think is is a real positive that will come out of this. And those companies that we talked about that may not necessarily be one that comes to mind for ESG or sustainability, but in this time of crisis, they've kind of stepped up and done something to help, whether it's hand sanitizer or masks or gowns, like you said. Um, Do you think that these companies will actually be rewarded for what they're doing now? And even if they don't tick all the traditional ESG boxes, it might be something that you or other ESG sustainable investors are, you know, kind of, you know, thinking about now because of what they've done, they've stepped up. Yeah, I think, I think it's, you know, absolutely. I think it, it, you know, it, every company that has done that, um, you know, I think it will accelerate the, their own ESG journey within, um, you know, within their company, whether it be, you know, a, a luxury goods business that you know, makes hand sanitizers um, and has kind of, you know, shown that compassion and showing that um, kind of community spirit. You know, the one thing, um, you know, I, I would say kind of slight caution against it um, for us is that um, you know, it is case by case and we're always wary that, um, you know, they can't, perhaps greenwash some other activities by how they've acted in this. It is very commendable. But what we we'd like to see, um, you know, we think that, you know, it is great that they're on that journey um, and it's something that will be on our radar. But really that, you know, in the long run then, how does that impact their business? Perhaps if they're doing something that um you know, we didn't like in the past, are they willing to fundamentally change that? Um, you know, I think it is you know, really good that they've done it, but still um, they need um, to kind of demonstrate that uh, back to their kind of core DNA of their business, they are sustainable, um, you know, in terms of the, the governance structure, um, you know, the, you know the, the, the S part in terms of the, you know, the, the supply chains, how they treat that, their employees, but also the environmental practices as well. So, you know, I say, say to you, absolutely, I, I think it's great. And I think it accelerates the ESG journey within um, each of those companies. But, you know, it's still, um, you know, it, it's, it, it doesn't kind of wipe clean, perhaps, um, if there are bad activities w- within a company, that's something still we, we would hold them to account. 
Um, but yeah, that's part of, uh, of what we do with companies. We, we engage with them, we engage with management teams, um, you know, and I, I think it, you know, it, from a positive point of view, it just accelerates that positive engagement. Yeah, so it kind of creates this new engagement platform for yourselves to reach out to them and kind of continue this conversation and this journey towards possibly ESG in the future, um, which for some companies that, you know, you need to start somewhere, don't you? You need to start your journey wherever you may be. And this could be a good opportunity when things get going and the economy starts going again to engage with them going forward. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, I think the, one of the, you know, the critical points is that, you know, to solve the issues we've always spoken about and we've spoken about before, um, you know, we know we have, you know, significant issues and everybody needs to be in it together. It can't just be 15% of companies or 20% of companies that are really kind of the flag bearers for ESG. It needs to be everybody to solve, you know, whether it be, carbon emissions or the, um, you know, social imbalances or, you know, react to such a, a event we're going through, you know, absolutely. You know, it, it is something that, you know, every company needs to be on, on their ESG journey, um, which is nothing but positive. Um, so, you know, I think that is something that, you know, is a real positive that can come out of this. And, you know, I, I, we, I think you know, everyone's seen in the news or if they haven't, it's, you know, I, I think it, it is really fascinating. We've seen that throughout this, this process that, you know, the, 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 the impact on um, emissions globally, that as we, we've changed our behavior um, globally, um, we've seen falling emissions. I think in some large cities, uh, carbon emissions have fallen by 50%. Now, as we go back and we unlock the economies that, you know, we won't hold on to all those benefits. But I think it's realized, you know, it's made people realize actually when we sit and reflect sometimes, um, you know, how quickly that positive change can can come about. And, you know, personally, I, I just hope we hold on to some of that. And, you know, and I think we will, you know, because I, like you say, I think, this has started the conversation, um, ESG conversation in, in, in more and more companies that perhaps weren't thinking about it. Um, and us as investors, it's our responsibility to help help drive that forward. With kind of that in mind, maybe to wrap up, is is this kind of time giving you any new opportunities or new conversations with current um, holdings? And how's kind of how are you approaching this right now going forward within the fund? Yeah, so yeah, it's a very good question. I, I guess the um, you know this time has, has given us a, a, a lot of time to think about the, the portfolio, but particularly to touch base with with company management teams. You know that's something that, that we've been doing, listening to what how they're running their businesses, how they see that. Um, you know, and the, the one message that keeps coming back is that, um, you know, clearly there's uncertainty and, and that uncertainty is likely to persist for, for, the, for the coming months. Um, you know, but what we're seeing and what we're hearing as well um, is that there will be changes in those society, in, in the global society, how we work, how we interact. Um, you know, what we're thinking about in, in the portfolio 
are those companies that will be um, you know, a beneficiary of that, whether it be a technology-based company as more people work from home. Um, you know, that's something I think that will probably more remote working will be a, a feature of the, of the, the economy um, going forward. You know, how does that benefit from that? Are, are there are there ways that we use technology, um, you know, smarter? Um, and then you get the net benefit of that, that with more technology usage, you know, perhaps designing um, products, um, you know, the day-to-day work we do from home, that is probably reducing carbon emissions. So we're looking at opportunities in that area. Um, we, you know, we're looking, we've spoken about them, you know, the medical space as well. That's somewhere we've, this time we've been adding more exposure uh, because we see companies that um, you know playing a critical role um, in in help solve the crisis, but still have very strong um, ESG credentials. So I, you know, I think it's you know to answer your question, I think it's um, you know that there are clear opportunities um, you know from this, um, but also this this kind of this time has given us a, a, an opportunity almost to kind of road test all the companies that that we own, go back to them, make sure the management teams are the the quality we thought they were. And, and, you know, pretty much every single one has been in terms of how they've reacted, how they've treated their employees and understanding what, you know, their long-term vision is is for their company. Um, You know, clearly there's, you know, there, there there have been opportunities, you know, I think what it's reinforced to us as well is that um, you know, whilst we made some you know, uh, kind of changes in certain areas, um, we feel very comfortable about our, our approach um, you know, to how we built the portfolio. Again, you know, we have a very strong quality bias. And we've always spoken about that, that you know, we want these high-quality businesses because we believe um, you know, in the long run um, they're the most sustainable um, and I think it's just reinforced that, um, you know, what we're going through. David, that's really interesting. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks very much, Stacey. It was great to talk. And if you'd like to learn more about Rathbone Global Sustainability Fund, please visit fundcaliber.com. And while you're there, please remember to subscribe to the Investing on the Go podcast. Please note that these are unprecedented times and markets can react very quickly to news. The views expressed are at the time of recording and could change. And remember, we've been discussing individual stocks to bring investing to life for you. It's not a recommendation to buy or to sell. The fund may or may not still hold these stocks at your time of listening.